This is the Sales Gravy Podcast. I'm Jeff Blunt, best-selling author of People Buy You, and I'm here to help you knock down more doors, close bigger deals, and rock your commission check. On this episode, I've got part two of my interview with the legendary Tom Hopkins. In our conversation, we discuss goal setting and never giving up on your dreams. You're going to love Tom's story about how his drive to prove his dad wrong helped him achieve his dream. But before we get started, let's take a moment to thank our sponsor, Paycom, for making this interview with Tom Hopkins possible. There's a reason why Selling Power calls Paycom one of the top 50 companies to sell for. First of all, you can make a lot of money. I mean a lot of money. But more importantly, Paycom is a company where you can build a long-term career. If you're looking for a place where you can be your best and your talent is appreciated, go check out Paycom. Go to careers.paycom.com. That's careers.paycom.com. And even if you're not looking for a new job, it's worth taking a sneak peek to see what you might be missing. That's careers.paycom.com. And now here's part two of my interview with the great Tom Hopkins on why you should never give up on your dreams. Now, the average American, in fact, the average person in the world, spends more time planning all the details of their two-week vacation than they plan the details of their long-term success. So the first thing I think people need to do is sit down with a piece of paper and say, I'm going to outline my short-term and long-term goals. Because you can't achieve a goal unless you see it and believe it and commit to it. So I'd love to suggest that our, our folks joining us say, okay, I'm going to sit down. And if you are married, it's important that you do this with your spouse so that you as a husband and wife don't have conflicting goals. It's also important that you set the goals for in four areas. Financial independence. What are you going to have at a certain age as a net worth that you'll be able to live off abundantly without having to work? Okay, net worth, financial independence. Secondly, you've got to really have a goal of emotional stability. Now, emotional stability to me means coping with life's crisis, handling failure and rejection, staying focused and staying up with a great attitude, regardless of what happens to you. Then three is physical fitness. It, you know, I've always had a little saying, to get rich and sick is stupid. You got to get your goal set to, I'm going to stay healthy. Uh, I personally work out six days a week. I have a exercise regimen. I try my best to have balance and, and, and all things in moderation. So you've got to stay physically fit. So when you got your financial independence, emotional stability, physical fitness, and then of course, uh, in my life today, spiritual fulfillment is very important to where I, I want to have that as part of my life. So if you go get all four of those and you have put them on a piece of paper, what you're going to achieve, now you've got the blueprint for your life. 
And I cannot stress the importance that a goal has to be in writing. You can't see a car and dream about it. You've got to take a picture of the car, put it on your wall. Uh, I went to the uh, bank. This one bank had a case of th thousands of dollars cash. And I got a close-up picture because I had a goal to have a million dollars. This is when I was 19 and it took me to be 26 till I achieved that. This is back when money was nothing like it is today. But I think you must have a picture of a goal. You want a home that's new, go find a home that's kind of white like you want. Take a beautiful eight by 10 picture, put it on your bathroom wall. Every morning, walk in and look at that picture and say, I can see myself moving in. I can see myself starting up that beautiful new Mercedes. I can see myself wearing that beautiful Rolex watch. Whatever it uh, is, you've got to visualize the goal, which you can't unless you have a picture of it. Okay? Absolutely. You know, it, it's, I always find it weird that, you know, you've, you, you talk about goals and there's, there's not a, a single, you know, a great mind that hasn't talked about goals since the Egyptians. Everybody gets this. Like, we understand it. We say, write down your goals. We say, make your goals tangible through visualization. We see great people who have achieved amazing things tell people in every walk of life, writing down my goals changed everything. My question to you is, you know, through the years, as you've taught this message, and I've heard you teach this message time and again, and I've heeded your message, and it's helped me, but why don't people do it? I mean, why, why will people watch this, listen to your words, hear your admonition, and yet go back to their life and not take action? Well, that is one of the things that has always upset me. The truth is, in life, everything you need to do to be successful is easy to do, but it's also easy not to do. Now, as an example, I, my first three years in the real estate business, I worked seven days a week, and I took three Christmas days off. Now, that's in three years, I was only off Christmas days which is fanatical time and effort. I was the first one in, usually last one at home. Now, when I do it again, I don't know. But I had such a desire, Jeb, to prove my father wrong, because when I quit college, after only three months, 90 days in college, and I decided it wasn't for me, and I quit, and I came home, and my dad walked in and said, what are you doing here, midterm?" I said, Dad, I quit college. I don't want to go to college. And I never saw my father cry. The tears came to his eyes. And he said, son, I love you because you're my son. Even though based on your decision to not go to college, I now know you will never amount to anything. Now, when he said that, Jeb, it started a fire in me to where I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to prove I can be a success. And I know the people right now joining us. There are people that had something to prove. They had it to prove to their parents, prove to their spouse, prove to their employer that, hey, I'm going to be a success. Nothing's holding me back. I will not be denied my dreams. And that's where you got to come from with the passion to not be denied your dreams. When I wrote my first book, there were people that told me that, you know, I would never amount to anything. There's no way you can do that. There were people that throw roadblocks up. And, and I think that there's always, 
there's always people that are that are there, and I believe God put those people in in, in your way that <laughs> throw down roadblocks. And 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 if you're smart, what you do is that makes you mad, that makes you driven, that makes you that that like you said, it it helps you leverage your desire to accomplish whatever you want. And I see those people as a as a gift, especially haters. I just see them as a gift, and they're always there. I hope you enjoyed part two of my interview with Tom Hopkins, where you learn to turn haters into motivators and never give up on your dreams. If you enjoyed the content on this podcast, please, please do me a solid and take just a few seconds to post a five-star review rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get the podcast. Your reviews are critical to helping this podcast rank higher, which helps us reach more people.